millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by Another Happy Studios. This week we're back in the present day as farting green men try to take over the world. This is Aliens in London. Shut up, Lawrence. No one cares about you. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to my wonderful podcast. How are you, Lawrence, my good friend? <laughs> Thanks for that. It was just two insults in the span of less than five seconds, so I'm good. How are you? What was the second insult? The second one was calling it your podcast. It's our oh, podcast. Well, that is, as all, as these things often are, debatable. Um, but I am very well. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Last week you told me you were incredibly excited for this episode. So what is the episode and why were you excited about it? Um, it, it? Yes, it is indeed Aliens in London. I was, of course, very excited. I finished watching it approximately 15 minutes ago um, and I had a, a, a good time. It's an exciting, fun, extraordinarily silly little episode of Docky Who. Uh, which is what we enjoy here, which is what I enjoy. You probably hated every second of it. No, I like it. And you haven't established that joke on this podcast yet, so new listeners will be dumbfounded by hearing that I hate having fun because I was going to say that I think, especially this season, it's at its best when it's just in 2005 London and there's there's silly little dated pieces going on. Um, you get Jackie and Mickey there. They add to the to the hijinks and the, and the fun of it all. Uh, I, I was very excited, mainly because of the Slitheen, and the, just how iconic the Slitheen are as villains, I'd probably say at least top five classic um, or top five revival villains. It is um, 
rather interesting and pretty funny how they the Slovene do seem to be so iconic for having only appeared in three episodes. Is that true? Yeah, three storylines. That's all they've appeared in, isn't it? So well, is it... sorry, two storylines. Well, yeah, two storylines, I guess. Okay, I guess one storyline and a continuation of that storyline. Yeah, they're they're in uh, they're in. Uh, there's like a little baby one in Sarah Jane they're Adventures. The, they're in Sarah Jane, yeah, but in in mainline Doki Who, they're only this is they only show up in the first series, but uh, they're like in the background of like shit in the other in the others, but like. Well, the, the the short time that the Weeping Angels had only appeared once before they came back for the um, in the Matt Smith era, they they were kind of heralded as iconic. I think it's just if you have a yeah. good nostalgia for the episode, I guess. Yeah, and I that, that was do. a that was a wild two years where the Weeping Angels only <laughs> appeared once. Two years is forever on the internet. <laughs> it is forever. Not in two thousand and eight or whatever. No, maybe it not. wasn't. It was a different time back then. You wouldn't know. You wasn't alive. Um. <laughs> But yeah, Aliens in London, 2005, maybe 2006, um, because of shenanigans, oh, I, guess. Yeah. I guess. So, who knows. Um, but yeah, so so you hated it? No, I liked it a lot. Shut up. Okay. And the mm. first question I have for you, Nathan, is when will we meet Shireen? Never. <laughs> <laughs> She's someone who will get mentioned very often. Um, but yes, she will never show up. Rose I think that's good. It is good. Rose has one friend and it's just like any stupid thing that she has to do. It's like, oh, I was doing this one thing with Shireen this one time. <laughs> they've, they've had a history, yeah. but uh, it's for some reason nowhere to be seen. Um, I, I like that this just it, just, it just rips off the secret of time travel straight away. Like they land, the doctor's like, you're back. It's been 12 hours. He finds a, a missing poster for Rose. It turns out she's been gone a whole year and the doctor fucked it up. Um, I guess just fucked up the landing. I'd imagine. I I don't think it rips off the bandage of time travel. Um, maybe not time travel, but the like the Doctor's an alien. That he's not just the dude that Rose has been with. I think it not re- not really. Do you, I mean, it brings Jackie in, and he and he's like, look, this is my spaceship, and she's like, oh yes, yeah, but not. Not straight away. It's not open in the episode, and he's like, "I'm an alien," and I've oh, time travelled. No, I guess I mean like more for the series. Like Jackie's in on it. In es- it's episode four, and Jackie's in on it from this okay. point onwards. Yeah. Um. I I just I like the fact that it's just it kind of it gets on with it. It rips it off, and there's no there's no hiding it from Jackie. <laughs> Even though Rose does go to some odd lengths. <laughs> Again, I very much disagree with your phrasing because. <laughs> They very much do hide it from Jackie. No, they they try to hide it from Jackie. Yeah, but then she but then she sees it, so it it's not a ripping off anything. Like (laughs) figures it out is a bit strong for Jackie. Stands in the street and the time travel machine (laughs) appears next to her. (laughs) Yeah, figures out is definitely too strong. Um, But it's it's not something that's immediately revealed to her, like you're suggesting. Oh, fair enough. So you're wrong. Okay, so good. I just want everyone, it's important to me that everyone knows that you're wrong. Okay. okay? Well, one, well, now that we've established that. Um, yeah, so they, they land in what is, what is no longer present day, but was at the time present day uh, London slash Cardiff. And um, 12 hours it's been. She's been at Shireen's having a great time, talking about boys, sipping wine, whatever 19-year-olds did in 2005. Um, but actually... I think it's it's quite interesting. It's it's probably one of the most interesting things 
Doctor Who has done. Like, just just the whole idea that she's been gone a whole year from her friends, her family, her boyfriend. She's just a missing person. Probably thought she was dead. Yeah. And now she's just back. Hello. Bit weird. <laughs> it, it It is interesting. I like that, you know, because the show is... It, with the concept of time travel, you can do great things, you can do small-scale stuff, but, like... It's rare to explore it in the way that it's just like, oh, this is just the natural kind of side effect of time travel. I guess a 900-year-old alien is probably going to get it wrong a few times. And that has... A year for the Doctor is nothing. A year for Rose just being gone and no one hearing from her is terrifying. Um, mm. So I, I do like that. And I think you get some good um, dramatic, uh, dramatic moments uh, from Jackie in this episode about that as well. It it builds their bond again. And that's why I think Jackie is such a beloved... Um, kind of side character in Doctor Who because she just has such a clear clearly outlined relationships and it's it's nice for them two to have those scenes Jackie's great I fucking loved it when she, when uh, the Doctor just said I am a Doctor and she went prove it stitch this me and just fucking clocked him yeah that was that was pretty great that was Jackie's pretty iconic um <laughs> and yeah I, I loved her for that 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 whole scene is very like it's just well written. It's just like naturally, you don't you don't know who the doctor is. You don't know that, like the things he's done and the things he's gonna do. So he's just a weird man in your house that's just been off with your daughter. You'd imagine you'd immediately assume he's just a pervert, wouldn't you? Mm. Really? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you'd lock him up. Yeah, and it's revealed that Mickey has almost been locked up five times. He's obviously going to be suspect number one. He was the last person seen with her. Um, it's. Yeah, yeah. It's just further proof that Rose is um, not presented as the best, and most caring, or considerate girlfriend that there is. Um, no, no. I I definitely have some issues with the way uh, Mickey is treated in that relationship. I mean, it's not a great relationship to begin with. I <laughs> no. don't think neither of them uh, putting their best foot forward with it. Um, but I don't know. There's there's a lot of issues going on there. I feel, I feel like before all the and time it, it travel... Doesn't, it doesn't necessarily help that we we don't see a lot of Mickey and we only see Rose just basically swanning off and falling in love with the Doctor while she's in a relationship. Well, so. I, I, it's, it's not all on Rose. I feel like the, the there's an element of... Um, you know, the first episode you see Mickey in, in Rose, he's, um, he, he's like, oh, sorry that you almost died. Anyway, can I shoot off down the pub? And then she, when yeah. she disappears off and he comes back, Mickey's like, oh, I loved you so much and you left me. <laughs> like, it's, you weren't putting much effort in yourself beforehand, Mickey. It's now that she's not particularly an option anymore for you. You're like, oh, please, come back. Well, you thirsty boy, you almost have a pint. <laughs> Down the I thought you meant it was thirsty for Rose for a second. <laughs> well, you might be. Both. Why, why not both? Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, the Doctor... Goes and recovers from his slap on the roof. Um, the oh, here we go. This is what you've been itching to talk about. No, 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 no. I'll get there. But the the episode shows its age a little bit with the uh, with the green screen. I admire the ambition, um, but they're very clearly just <laughs> just just in a green room, um, yeah. and I, it's fun. Um, well, the, the doctor's a bit miffed in nine hundred years of travelling that he's never been slapped by someone's mother before. At which point Rose exclaims that he is so gay. Big Rose. <laughs> not not flavors. Who wrote this episode? Um, was it Russell? I mean, if it's Russell, it can only be well intentioned because I mean, not really. 
Well, he's, he's done a lot there's of stuff. Such he, a thi- he, there's such a thing as internalized uh, homophobia. Yeah, but didn't he didn't he make that show? It's a sin, which was like widely embraced by by the community. No, but yeah, and he's also gay. Is Russell T Davies gay? Are you fucking kidding me? I genuinely didn't know. He? How can you not know? I ju- I just didn't know. He's the gayest man going. <laughs> I, I genuinely had no idea. Yeah, so writers are listed uh, as Russell T Davies and Stephen Moffat and Sidney Newman, but uh, they've gone as uncredited, so I don't know it's if that counts. Sidney Newman fucking commissioned the show, like, in the 60s. Well, so maybe they just get kind of, like, a credit of, like, yeah. cheers for the show, I guess. Um, so, uh, yeah, Russell, um, Big Russ and Big Steve. Yeah, not great. Not great. <laughs> um... Again, surprising if it was from Russ. Well, not really, because, again, inter- internalized homophobia is a thing. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just one of those little... Like, uh, like if you watch you watch Classic Who, you'll, you'll occasionally get a line where, you know, like, the first Doctor is like, um, this is no job for a woman. Me and Chesterton will handle this or yeah. whatever. <laughs> like... It's it's not outwardly aggressively, you know. It's a bad trying... carryover from the era that it was made in. Yes, it's yeah. just a sign of the times where we we have moved beyond that kind of language. You'd like to think anyway, mm. um, but but there it is. It'll just crop up and occasionally slap you in the face like someone's mother. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, so I, I I quite like the. Uh, it's you all... loved it though, I bet. No, yeah, I was cheering. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I quite like the moment. I think it's a it's a well handled moment of of Rose has a she's first time visiting Earth after being off Earth and uh, and being you know a time traveler oh, really? and everything else. Um, and she goes sure to Cardiff. Oh, uh, being a t- stop nitpicking my points today. That's <laughs> <laughs> <As> Earth. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> All right, it's saying. it's Earth, but a hundred years ago or whatever. She's it's her first time back in her Earth as she knows it in her current setting, contemporary. Yes, uh, and she she's she's quite happy with the fact that she's the only one that knows that aliens definitively exist. Uh, at which point, uh, a big fuck off spaceship flies overhead, uh, crashes into Big Ben, um, which is which is quite dramatic. Uh, again, the episode shows its age a little bit with that spaceship effect. <laughs> It's not yeah. not too great, but yeah, yeah. So that's that's just going to be a recurring theme mm. um, throughout this episode and the series. Really. Yeah, because I get this the the budget for this episode <coughs> series, this first series of Doctor Who, was probably like twenty pounds and fifty pence. So yeah. like they 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 make do with what they can. And even if and even you know if it had a big budget, it's two thousand five and it's a TV show. Yeah, like. What more can they do, really? Yeah, and it's it's the first t- it's the first series of the revival. Like no, there was fucking there was no money in this whatsoever. And I, to be honest, I think this is the way to do it. Just lean into the fact that it's gonna look shit. People know it's not real. Um, but you can't do time and space and aliens on a on a small scale. Eventually, you have to show a big kind of spectacle thing. And I I admire the ambition. Um, and I admire putting that over being like, oh, it doesn't look photorealistic, so therefore we have to work around it. Uh, and do something else. So the alien ship crashes. London is at a standstill. Uh, they cannot get anywhere, so they decide to do what anyone else would do and watch it on TV. And this is where we're introduced <laughs> to a staple yeah. of the uh, of the Russell T Davies era: the flickering news channels, yeah. the relentless 
anchors and news presenters telling us what is going on to such fanfare. Um, it's pretty enjoyable. I enjoy it. I can't lie. It's it's just a brilliant way of like from a writing perspective. Just get the exposition across. Piss easy. Yeah. It's good. Uh, I I do like the the in universe kind of setup that there's about. The TV is flicking between like five different channels because we keep seeing the same people but at a different point in the program. And one yeah. of them is just the obligatory American channel that we all have on our home on our home television sets in 2005. She's um, our queen, American News Network or whatever. I think we should follow closely the career of this particular news presenter <laughs> yes. because it, it goes places, man. She she's she's covering some hot stories mm. and as a result her career grows because of it over the next few years so. by by far and away the next the, like the best five mm. years to be a journalist yeah. <laughs> you just have some hot scoops that you can never dream of at any other point in time she's she's having a great time and she definitely we'll definitely see more of our queen return to our tvs yeah. and tell us about various aliens and spaceships and all sorts of stuff and she'll do an amazing job what I found quite amusing was um, the the BBC News report um, had a number. It just said Alien Emergency Helpline, which, first of all, that's just amusing in itself. That's yeah. pretty funny because yeah. what are you going to do? Like, what? Who's who's taking that call and what are they doing? They're like, oh, you've, you've seen an alien, have you? What do you look like? It will be like, All right. if, if, you're not, if you're not in the UK, and if you are, you'll know what this is, but I'm sure there's like an American equivalent or whatever. Uh, it's like the 111 service where it's just a yeah. bunch of like out of job actors that go to work in the call center that have, that have a script and they have to read you a series of questions. They will just be like, is it green? Yes. Okay. That will take me down a new path of questions to ask you. <laughs> Does it come yeah. from earth? No, it's definitely yeah. an alien. Then we can confirm that yeah. you should probably call the police. And like 99.9% of those calls will be just complete fucking lunatics. Just being like, <laughs> yeah, I saw a fucking, I saw a little green man in my kitchen. Yeah. Like, oh, did you? All right, lovely. Great. Um, yeah, so pretty brave to just put that on the news. Um, I also called the number because I thought, bit of fun. Let's have a look. <laughs> okay, what'd you Let's, find? Uh, see what this did. Um, it just said, uh, you've dialed an incorrect number. Oh, good. Alex. So, <laughs> you've stumbled so onto an amazing Easter egg there. Yeah, cla- I thought I'd get a fun little recording or something, <laughs> but nope, just, uh, just a number that does not exist. I so. mean, it might have done something, but they've probably, after almost 20 years, they've probably disconnected it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. But I'm going to do that from now on. Whenever I see a UK-based number that I can call uh, on this show, I'm going to call him. I'll, I'll see what happens. Let's so, see, see where it goes. Stay tuned. All stay right. tuned. Um, I like Jackie's got all her mates over, um, and I quite... <laughs> that one woman <laughs> yeah. spends the entire fucking day just, just screaming at Rose. <laughs> yeah, just... So she, she, her... She's like the the moral friend, isn't she? Like she yeah. she got she has to put everyone right. She's like people don't like me; they think I'm a bitch, but I just say it how it is. <laughs> she's one of them. She's been missing a whole year, and then she's just like, right, I don't like this fucking bitch. No, she's yeah. gonna fucking feel bad about coming home after this. <laughs> yeah, which is good stuff. Yeah, we, we, uh, I think I actually think her mission is to just make Rose leave and never come back again. <laughs> like, yeah. she's, she's got it in for her so bad. And then she has it in for Jackie as well after, so... Yeah, anyone. Yeah. Anyone is on her radar. They are feeling this woman's wrath and 
I appreciate that. <laughs> She's happy to come over and eat Jackie's crisps and drink her well, beers. What's though. going on at Jackie's as well? What's this fucking random party that's just popped up? Well, the, the doctor. Everyone's coming over. Yeah, but the doctor says it, doesn't he? It's, it's very human to be like, oh, aliens are here. It might be the end of the world. Let's have a party. Um, Bit much, I reckon. <laughs> no, I think there's. I think that's fairly like that tracks. I think that's fairly with like on brand for Jackie. Um, yeah, but still, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> the doctor's just got a fucking child on his lap as well. <laughs> yeah, it was just a kid messing with the remote and stuff. That's a that's a terrible parent, by the way, because from everyone else's perspective, that's the weirdo that just ran away with Rose for a year, and they're like, "Yeah, can you be? Can you babysit this kid? Actually, <laughs> is that all right?" So we get a a diversion, a pig, a pig alien, which I had as an action figure uh, when I was young. Uh, and I think he's still in the loft at my mum's house. Uh, <laughs> good, very good. Um, but who who is there, Nathan? Who is who is working on the alien? What's going on? To Shiko Sato. It is, and it's actually her as well. Is it? She says in Torchwood. Does she? She she makes a rough mention to. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's vague and it's blah blah blah, but. Yeah. Um, she mentions uh, to Owen that uh, when that spaceship flew overhead in London, I was covering for you. You were hung over and you couldn't be reached. Um, so it is it is Toshiko covering for Owen, who, yeah, just wasn't there. But he was supposed to be, I guess. What? Why does her covering for Owen mean that that is Toshiko though? Because she said it's a spaceship that flew over London. Yeah, but they also work. And live in Cardiff. It's, so it's why... Toshiko. But <laughs> Torchwood <laughs> confirms it. Don't no, argue why? with no, me no, about no, it. No. But that's just like but that's that's just like fucking. I don't know. Let's say I don't know. They don't track. They don't connect. I mean, they do. I'm fine with it. <laughs> but but what does her covering Owen? How does her saying she covered for Owen? mean that this is Toshiko. Well, because Owen's the doctor, isn't he? Owen's Owen was the doctor of Torchwood and he was supposed to be doing that thing. Okay. I'm just telling you what was in the fucking episode. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm trying to find it now. Yeah, Toshiko Sato, uh, first appearance Aliens of London, um, 2005. It is definitively Toshiko. I can't look. I You can hand wave the, the excuses all you want, right? I'm just telling you what was in Torchwood. And I know it is confirmed to be Toshiko. So we've got our second Torchwood cast member before Captain Jack shows up. Uh, yes, actually. I, I, I like the idea that they just... Russell was, you know, plotting out Torchwood and he was like, go, f- go through the season one auditions again. What was there? <laughs> Any gold in there? Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. I like that. But she's... I thought she could be quite like a fun side companion in this, but she she's not there for too long before she, she goes off and does other bits. She does absolutely nothing. How could she be a fun companion? She's nice. You get like the obligatory like 2005 creepy Doctor Who scene of like her, you know, having a little question, setting some stuff up. Where's the Prime Minister? And then she, she's the Doctor's like analysing the thing and she's helping him. She's bringing answers to him. She's, she's, they're having a back and forth. I disagree. I feel, I feel like she's there for like half a scene and then she's never seen again. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> she's in about three scenes of this. I'm fairly certain. Yeah, but they're not very long, are they? No, but... She's like, ah, oh, there's a pig. I'll put a sheet over this. Where's <laughs> the Prime Minister? Don't worry about it. Um, 
Yeah, so it's it's a pig, but it's an alien, but it's not an alien. Man, I I think she's got anyway. A good now back I'm, now and I'm forth. hiding. I think now no, I'm I think hiding. she's got a good back and forth with the doctor. She's helping him draw the conclusion that it was a, a diversion and all of this. I think it's I think I she's think fun. She's got a better back and forth um, by the time Torchwood rolls around. <laughs> What do you mean scene. when she's definitively Toshiko and she's a character? Yes, yes. <laughs> when she's an actual character, yeah, yeah, and has and has depth, and from what I remember, has a horrible death. Uh, it's not pleasant. It's not great. It she um. How does she die again? Is she is she trapped somewhere or something? So she gets Owen. Owen is dead, but not dead. Um, yeah. and and goes to a nuclear and he's place. Like king of the weevils. Or something. Yeah, he's he's like king of fucking bin people or whatever. Um, and he goes. He, Owen has to go and like do something with like a nuclear plant. Anyway, he flips a wrong switch or some shit goes wrong, and she can't. The door locks, and Owen is definitively gonna die. Like he's he's already back from the dead, but he's gonna be reduced to atoms. Um, yeah. And and to she decompose. Yeah, and Toshiko is like over the over the comms to him, just kind of talking him through it. She's been shot by Captain Jack's friend. Or like not friend Captain John, who was yeah 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 I think they were actually yeah uh, he's a time agent and he's 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 got beef for various reasons um, and he she has to listen to Owen die as he's losing his mind and getting very cross and Owen has no idea that she is also dying they're sharing their last moments together and it, it's it's lovely and fitting because they obviously never got to go on their their first date but they had like a a bit of a back and forth going on so it's nice but. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what a happy show that we just spoiled. Um, <laughs> you asked! You asked for it! <laughs> yeah, I know, it's it great fun. No, but yes, Toshiko is there. It's great fun for everyone. It's great to see Toshiko. Yeah. More Toshiko, but less because she's dead. Um, moving on, what happens next? Well, she's not the only um, kind of character that's introduced in this. We get our first ever appearance of Harriet Jones. Uh, which I was, oh. which I, I forgot that she was introduced in this until she came up. Me too. And what a, um, what a character. <laughs> she's definitely a character in this, isn't she? She's a bit. <laughs> she's, she's unusual. She so she's she's not her big thing is you know Harriet Jones, Prime Minister, former Prime Minister. But in this, she's just the kind of MP. a low level MP, uh, a backbencher. Yeah, a place called Flydale North. She represents. Um, I, I don't want to say I agree with the Slitheens, but when they tell her to get some perspective, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. No, <laughs> neither is that, like, secretary guy. They're like, if if a fucking spaceship crashed in the middle of London, we're hardly going to be talking about, like, fucking hospital car parks or whatever she wants to yeah. discuss or anything like <laughs> that. It's It really is hardly the most pressing issue to deal with at that point. Um, she should have gone home, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, I would have hundred percent have gone home. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but that's I guess that's not Harriet Jones as we know her to be, is it? Like she she becomes the prime minister yeah. for a reason. I like the fact that she's a government official that's just like, even though there's an alien invasion going on, she's just like, I want to try and get some some good stuff, good positive stuff in the community going. Um, now what I don't understand, and yeah. maybe this is just some. Um, Classic Russell T. Davies not understanding how politics works once again. Oh, yeah. Um, that comes up a whole bunch. It does. It does. Um, but when when we're outside Downing Street, 
we got that news reporter um, <clears throat> talking to the camera as as the car pulls up and he's like, oh, who's this? Oh, that's some MP. He's just a little... He's, he's, you know, he's he's like chairman of the sugar tax committee or some bullshit. Hardly <laughs> the most important person right now. Yeah. And then that guy walks through the door and then he's immediately like, you're now the prime minister. <laughs> and I'm like, what? It's... Why? Is the, is the entire cabinet dead? No, they're just not there. Firstly, I don't know what happens when that happens. The closest thing that we've had in real life to it is is uh, Liz Truss stepping down and then it just immediately became the next person in charge. It was me. It was Nathan. He's now the Prime Minister. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I don't really understand it. I think given that he's like... Uh, I don't know. Because I, I thought that the... I thought that like the, the sugar tax thing was going to tie into the, the Slovene... Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Have to have uh, larger people to hide in. I mean, um, maybe, but, that, but not really. Yeah, and that that doesn't that doesn't come back to to have any effect. Or yeah, I think it's just here's this irrelevant it just guy. Seems like a, a poor choice of words, really. And, like, but it's it's not even just a poor because it's so weirdly included. He could have just showed yeah. up, and the newscaster didn't have to say anything. Yeah, like they sure. wrote in, "Here's the most irrelevant man on the planet," <laughs> and then it's like he's now the prime. <laughs> yeah, right. It just doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't track. It doesn't really make any sense. There seems to be no real reason for why this guy specifically has now is now acting prime minister. Yeah, uh, especially because like the the cabinet are still somewhere. They just haven't bothered to show up. Like he says later on in the episode, he didn't fly them in. Yeah, but that was his choice to make. So why was it his choice to make? Like the the surely the chancellor should be the next in line or i don't know how that works but fucking someone else other than the yeah. chairman of the sugar tax committee the, the next most important person like i guess would be the chancellor yeah so yeah yeah it, it's it's strange and i like the fact that he's journeyed the whole way over in the car and no one has called him to say you by the way you're the prime minister you might want to get here for this <laughs> like it, it's very silly but it, look you have to do an element of hand waving especially especially when it comes to Russell and politics. Because it just, <laughs> it true. just, look, if you're an American fan of the show, if you're anywhere outside of the UK, this won't bother you in the slightest. But it's, 
it's like I don't know. It's it's like fucking some someone just randomly becoming the president. It doesn't happen. There's yeah. a whole thing. <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole process to go through and everything and. Uh, our political system as well, it's party based as well. So like, you know, we don't we don't vote for an individual, we vote for parties, which always, you know, begs the question, how did Harriet Jones become Prime Minister? How did uh Harold Saxon become Prime Minister? But hey, don't don't worry about it. Just, just don't worry. Russell's um, philosophy is if you spend long enough off of Earth in the episodes beforehand, everything is different the next time you go to Earth and it's fine, don't yeah. worry about it, yeah. And you're now the prime minister. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> look, I, I, I like to think when when he was a little bit younger, uh, almost twenty years ago, Russell just didn't really care about politics that much. Because who cared about politics in the early two thousands? Yeah, like, no, it's for kids. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever. I like to think now that he's older and with everything that's gone on particularly in the last 12 years, 13 years, since we've had a conservative government, <laughs> um, the, uh, he's probably paid more attention and, and things will be different. If indeed he does write any political stuff, which, judging by some recent filming pics, it does look like that is the case. But oh. hey, do who you, knows? Do you think in the in the newer series of Doctor Who they're going to revisit the one set that they kept dusting off for the cabinet meetings? Uh, which is always just that kind of red carpeted room <laughs> with the big long brown table. No, I severely hope so. Yeah, it's just a staple of early Doctor Who, isn't it? Um, yeah. uh, right, now if I said to you, right Nathan, put, put yourself in the perspective of a soldier in Downing Street. <laughs> yes, good. Now that yeah. Are you in the mindset now? <laughs> yeah, I am. Okay, now you've got me at gunpoint, okay? I have nowhere to go but into your gun. Uh, but I shout to you, defense part Delta. What do you do? First of all, I say that you're wrong. Oh, no. Because I'm not in Downing Street. I'm in Albion Hospital. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> Second of all, I shoot you in the face. That's fair. Well, that's not following protocol, technically, because while you may be wrong, and I may actually be in that hospital... What you yeah. don't know is this: uh, is, is that defense part delta presumably means that you need to avoid the immediate security breach of me and then follow me down a corridor because we heard something else and also now I'm your boss and you take orders from me. Well, he's the doctor. Uh, yeah, I know, but I like that it's just stop right there and he, someone goes, ah, in the distance and he's like, you men, you do this. <laughs> you, you do this and you listen to me. They don't know he's the, the extraterrestrial no. expert or whatever. That 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 happens a lot in Dogs 2, though. There's just some vague men with guns. Whose side are they on? Don't worry about it. They'll yeah. be on anyone's side. They'll they'll change allegiance every few seconds. It doesn't matter. They'll do what they need to do. There'll be some support yeah. for you if you need it. They, or they'll kill you. They they quite literally men <laughs> men with guns in Doctor Who are so flippant. Because they, they there's there's in season three in the finale, there's just a, a great thing where Jack's like, hey, you soldiers that have been enslaving me for a year, you're with me now. And they're like, yep, let's go, that's guys. That's exactly what I was referring to. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the exact point I was making. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. So, yeah. So, um, so we got some big farting boys all around having a great time. <laughs> they're have. just in the cabinet room. They're having a little gassy exchange. They're fine. It's a bit much. I'm not gonna lie. It's a, it's a, it's fun. It's whimsical. It's silly, but 
if if I was if I was watching this for the first time, I reckon I'd turn off Doctor Who and never come back at this point. Do you think? I think this is. Yeah. I think it endears you to them. They're a big scary monster. No. It, uh, right. It's... I know you. There's no way if you were watching this for the first time and everyone was farting and laughing and Margaret was like, I'm shaking my booty. <laughs> That's not even in turn... this. Is... Oh, it is. You were... yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> you, you would turn it off and be like, absolutely but not. The, but no that's, that's the beauty of this podcast, I think, because we're exploring it as adults <laughs> through the lens of how we looked at it when we were children, right? Which, which, yes. which is... Which is who this is for. Yes, if I watched this today and had no nostalgia for it, we both know that we would both go, nah, this, this, this is crap. Yeah, <laughs> this is that's fucking the point nonsense. I'm making. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's, it's a fair point, but I think looking back, and I think as children, it just endears you to the silliness of it. Because it's dark, right? The, the concept of the episode is you're skinning men alive and wearing them. Yeah, I mean, them. yeah. Like, yeah, that's pretty dark. It's fucked. So, like, you to to squeeze them in, and then it also, you know, if you're if you're going, well, wouldn't they just take the shape of a Slovene in a stretched out human thing? Don't worry about it. They're farting. That's funny. No, they 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 have an explanation for that. It's the is the it compression thing? Is that the um the little necklace that they all wear? They have the collar which like shrinks them down and compresses, and that's why they fart because. Is the gas compression? Oh, okay, and that's squeezing out of them. I yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nonsense. It is nonsense. It's, yeah, it's it's all dumb and bullshit and whatever. We got farting green aliens, but you know, a bit of fun, I guess. It is a bit of fun. Um, I what what are you like? The concept of the Slovene, like the design of them and the skin suits and all of it. I think that's a massive part as to why they're so well remembered. I think it's a great design. It it looks just a little bit shit, mm. but in a good way. Like it's uh, there's it it's not. I don't know. It's not smooth. It's not clean. It it definitely looks like a big puppet or a bad CGI creature, depending on if it's moving too much. Yeah. Um. So you know, take your pick. But <laughs> it it's good though. I don't know. What, I can't explain it, but it's. I, I guess it is just a little bit iconic, really. So I, I think when it's it looks so fucking terrible when it's CGI and it's coming out of the the like the yeah. human suits because you just see all the flaws up close. Yeah, uh, and and you see the two thousand and five of it all like we spoke about. Um, I I think I genuinely think the practical suit is incredible. Like it just like it yes it does look bad, but it looks imperfect in a way that real people do like it looks rubbery and it it looks like it's got pores but that's actually just cheap material like yeah i think and like just the the tiny tiny details like they blink but they blink sideways and it's just down to every minute detail i think they're brilliant i just i love seeing them just kind of look about and do creepy shit they are brilliant and and it does not match up to their voice when they talk no no their mouth does not match up to the voice that's coming out of them (laughs) But who cares? Whatever. I mean, like <laughs> you said, it's a puppet, really, isn't it? Like that's what it, it seems is. like. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a bit it's a bit of a shit puppet, but it's good. It's it's fun. I think there's a reason why people um, have, have like Van Design or whatever, or like the Slovene and and want them to come back. Yeah. Because they do. People want them to come back, don't they? I certainly fucking do. I do. I'd be yeah. if I saw a next time trailer. And it had a Slitheen in it, or like even the tease of like, like just that that kind of f- fucking such a ridiculously 
LED blue light <laughs> coming out of someone's what, head. What what does a 2024 Slovene look like though? Oh my god. 19 years of advancements in technology. How's that looking? I think you have to keep it practical, right? Keep the same suit? No change? Well, I mean, like, you could maybe, like, hand wave some, like, e- evolution stuff. Or, like, because these aren't... They also, like, it's important to remember... All CGI or suit? Nah, suit. Definitely practical suit. Doctor Who is so good with practical suits. I think they always look better. Like, they No, but, like... I think their best designs are practical and there. Yeah. Um, there's some that you obviously can't do, right? But then, like, I just always find they're less memorable because they just kind of blend in and it all... I don't know. I can't describe it, but I just find that, like, you feel it there. You feel the stakes. You can... The actors have an easier time and a, and a better time reacting to what's going on when it's there in front of them. Um, yeah. It's the age old. You'd rather be looking at a fucking person than a tennis ball thing, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I just, I like, I, I think you'd have to keep them, um, somewhat similar, but I mean, I don't want to jump the gun, but we find out they're not even, um, they're not, that's not even just the, the race. This is a family. The Slovenes are family. Well, you we're, we're jumping into the next week. Well, no, no, but what, but what I'm saying is we, it. I haven't watched at this point. So, okay. Uh, well, no, I, I haven't either, but we, I, I, I'm just saying if they came back in 2024, um, we don't know what the rest of the planet's inhabitants looks like. we It could be somewhat different. Am I remembering it wrong? Or was there a blue one in Sarah Jane? I think you're remembering it wrong. Um, okay. They had they had brighter... Co- like, the collars on them had, like, lights on them always. Like, and I, th- I think one of them was a kind of a garish blue. Um, I don't know if that's just a... I don't know. Fucking catching the attention span of a child more? I don't know, but... I remember... And again, maybe I'm wrong, but I remember a blue one, like a, a Slovene, but instead of it being green, it's blue. Mm. And I think it said, I think it was the Divine or something, because obviously a different family. The Divine? Something like that, yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. I Honestly, have... I've not seen all of Sarah Jane, so I don't know. That's I really right. hope you're wrong. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a blue Slovene called the Divine. Something like that. Would that the imply that there's Slovene racism? Why would that imply that? Different colour Slovenes. Maybe. They could be. We're expanding Maybe. upon Slovene law. <laughs> or Raxacorico-Falapatorius law. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the the zips, um, I like that they... they I hate, are... I hate the zips. Hate them. <laughs> hate them. Hate them. I have so many questions about the zips. Why are they there sometimes but not other times? Yeah. That guy who's like a police officer, he just takes off his hat and he's got a big fucking zip on his head. Yeah. But no one else does. And it seems to be the only, like, it's not there in the previous sequences. Like, it, yeah. maybe he can, like, summon the zip when he wants it. Maybe and it's, like, a, you he'll... know, Doctor Who's always doing the whole, like, technology to hide things from plain sight kind of shit. What do you mean? Like, like there's the whole, like, I can't remember what it's called, but they, you put the necklace key on and then no one can see you or something. perception shit. filter. That's it, yeah. No, dumb. Don't like it. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, hey, yeah. yeah, it's it's unusual. And if you if you if you haven't watched this yet and you're listening to our discussion about it first and you're waiting to watch it, what the fuck are you doing? The, Why would you do that? Yeah, firstly, yeah, that's strange. <laughs> Uh, but say, oh, go go back and rewatch it and play a game called Count the Cutaways every time a Slovene unmasks uh, because <laughs> they'll put their hand to their forehead. And then they'll always get a reaction shot before they cut back to the zip because they'll have to digitally put it in 
or practically yeah. just tape it onto someone's head, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, like but still, fucking great. Ties into the whole that's why they're so memorable thing. I mean, yeah, I guess. it's it's And it's also, like, I think that's one of the um, the classic, like, childhood's nightmare things as well. Like, monsters in human skin who'll just unzip yeah. and be like, I'm here. And shit, so I think um I think the actors who play Sladeen, there's there's like three main ones, four main ones, I guess. <laughs> um that do that do they do a really good job of like they act human farting. And they do good farting, yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, they they good do fart acting. <laughs> they do a good job of like appearing uh, as human, obviously, because that's gonna come naturally to a bunch of human actors, but then I, I think they, I think they, they are when they reveal themselves, they're very creepy and sinister. Um, yes, especially the 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 woman that plays the one that comes back. I can't remember the name. Margaret. Yeah, she she's great. Like the scene where she she's creeps great. in and she's like, "Oh, have we been naughty?" Like, yeah, just terrifying all round. Quite very sinister. Yeah. She's great. Yeah, and you can now see her in Ted Lasso. Yes, running a pub. You can. So many Doctor Who carry-ons for that show. Or carry-overs. Um, the ID card electrocution thing's a bit wanky. Bit dumb. I just... Bit. I understand you can't have the Slovenes slaughter a room full of people. Yeah. But, like, imply but it. Vague electricity. Yeah. Which... What does it do, really? Thank, just... thank you all for putting on your name cards. They're all going to yeah. electrocute you now. Why? And I think at this point they um they the um the Doctor Who team hasn't really learned the art of how to properly cut together a next time trailer because I don't know if you watch the the next time trailer but I did the episode personally. the episode ends with this kind of big cliffhanger like oh no everyone's in trouble the Doctor's been electrocuted and dying how's he gonna get out of this one <laughs> cuts to next time and he's like yeah no I'm fine don't worry about it. So, oh, really? do they show the uh, resolution of the scene? Well, no, they don't show the resolution, but they show you the doctor being fine and just running about and stuff. Oh, so. good, <laughs> great, so, so pointless then. Yeah, but I, they've learned since then to avoid that sort of stuff. But yeah, I guess clearly... I guess it's tricky. I mean, no one no one really thinks the doctor's gonna die, but I'm pretty sure everyone yeah, that isn't still have a dies. little bit of tension to hold on to. Yeah, true. The um. I, I think they establish the stakes really well. Like um, Margaret the Slovene lifts up that that guy, that secretary guy, um, yeah. pretty much to the point where he's headbutting the ceiling. Like they're so physically imposing, and I just think they 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 do a good job of that. I think the the electric uh, the electrocuting ID cards let it down. I would have rather yeah it just kind of those two Slovenes lay waste <laughs> to the room. I know you can't yeah. show that obviously, but. I'm pretty sure when this episode picks up next week, it's just going to be a room full of skeletons in that in that cabinet thing. I don't think it is. From what I remember, everyone survives. Today, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll yeah. find out next week, I suppose. <laughs> won't we? Yeah, stay tuned, <laughs> and uh, and we will find out. One quick note before we get into www. Yep. Um, I I enjoy the moment. First of all, uh, well, two quick notes, I guess. Third bad wolf. Uh, mention hints. Yeah, as we said last well, week, some will be just so more increasingly yeah. throwaway than the others. <laughs> Little delinquent spray painting it on the TARDIS. Like, what? What? Why is he spray painting Bad Wolf? Why is that in his head? Because divine intervention. Well, the universe told him to. 
What does that mean? Why, why is he like, this is my tag? The, the, but they get, they the get scattered one. throughout. Where, you, you've been around in London, there's someone with a tag, anus. Yeah, that's true. The spray paints it on like every London station. <laughs> anus. anus, for fuck's sake. But bad, it's not even a good tag. It's just, it's just the words, bad wolf. It is just No artistic integrity. Oh, he didn't have time saying. though. He, he's been eyeing up this blue box going, oh, keep moving it. I don't know where it keeps going, but I've, got, I've only got a tight window here. It's true. He's got an alert. The blue box has landed. He's like, oh, fuck, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at the powerless state. Quick, get on the BMX. Let's go. Anyway, there's that. But then what I also enjoy, the moment a little bit later where um, Dr. Rose and Mickey uh, are in the TARDIS and then, like, fucking unit and everyone show up and they, like, arrest the Dr. Rose. I love the fact that Mickey is just like, nah, fuck, fuck this. He sees the feds and he's just fucking bowling <laughs> straight away. He does not... Mickey said A-cab. Yeah. Uh, respect that. It's got, <laughs> it's got to be respected. Look, <laughs> let's, let's put it simply, other way around, Rose is leaving him. We saw Rose leave him. It's true, yeah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, good for him Mickey's good officially Mickey. reached his threshold and he's like I'm, I've <laughs> fuck this I'm done I'm having none of this <laughs> this is bullshit yeah um, no, I respect that I respect that now Nathan you mentioned WWW can I ask you what those three W's stand for it stands for I don't have a theme I got so excited <laughs> and he did a big build up there to press a button and I thought has he made a secret theme I haven't. No, no. Um, but you should make me one anyway. Um, yes. So what we like to do on this little podcast? No, is Nathan. Celebrate. Sorry, I asked you if you could tell me what WWW means. So what we like to do on this silly little podcast? No, Nathan. Is you celebrate our favourite weirdos of the week. So where's that third W? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I thought you knew what I was doing, and you were just like, ignore it, ignore it, it'll go away. Weirdo, what we like to do no, is no, celebrate up. our weirdos of the week. That is, uh, do you know what? <laughs> I respect you finding that under pressure, so I'm going to award it to you. Thank you very much. I earned it. I earned it. <laughs> uh, well and truly. Um, yeah, what we'd like to do is celebrate some grubby and fun little characters that we come across this week. Um, which weirdo stood out to you, Lawrence? Who's your pick? So, and why? <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, so, I think last last week we had a bit of a letdown for weirdos. Um, it, was, it was slim picking. It was in Cardiff. But we always know that when we travel back to two thousand and five slash six in Doctor Who, there's going to be some fun little background shit going on. Oh, we're spoiled for choice. We are spoiled for choice. So you remember Jackie's party? Oh, here we go, yeah. Now, <laughs> easy choice for me would be the woman <laughs> that's just mouthing off to everyone and getting a bit... Being a bit, a bit of social justice, right? <laughs> she, yeah. she wants to tell everyone and put the world to rights. Um, however, as Jackie is bragging to the Doctor about the man that has recently asked her out, <laughs> if you look yeah. in the background, you can see 19-year-old Rose... On the sofa, as a man who is almost 100% in his early to mid-60s, yeah, with his arm outstretched around her, and Billy Piper never seen her. Oh, no. Yep, yeah, uh, and the, Jackie walks past him, hands him a beer, so this man, 
I, I am only led to believe that this is a man in his early 60s who is intoxicated and being a way too touchy-feely with his favourite 19-year-old that's disappeared for a year. But thank God she's back in his eyes. I'm starting to notice a bit of a theme developing with your weirdos of the week. They're all pedos, Nathan. They're all molesters. <laughs> yeah, last week you had Mr. Sneed, who straight up sexually assaulted Rose. Yeah. And now you're having this older gentleman who was Gentleman's just making Rose strong. feel Gentleman's very uncomfortable. Strong. You didn't see what I saw, um, Nathan, clearly. It, I, don't, I don't know. I feel, <laughs> I feel like you're not grasping the concept of weirdo of the week. <laughs> I'm supposed to be celebrating <laughs> these people. <laughs> then again, I hate mine. So okay. So well, you can't you uh, can't let me rest with that sting. Go on. What, yeah. Who's yours? <laughs> Uh, so yes, there's a, there's a lot to go for this week. Obviously, we've got farting aliens and big green men yeah. and little pig monsters running about. And I feel like the pig is probably the obvious choice. We all considered the pig yeah. for our weirdo of the week of course. at one point. Um, I, I, I was considering the pig, but then I thought about it. And I thought about someone else in this episode... And someone who has always pissed me off to no end. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> you held on like to this him. for 20 years. <laughs> I've held on to this for almost 20 years now. The absolute fucking imbecile um, who, who, well, I'll just say it, the cunt who shoots the pig um, <laughs> and doesn't know what the fuck is going on just by the look on his face. Yeah. He just shoots the pig and the doctor's like, what are you doing? He's like... He just has the most gormless fucking look on his face. He's, and he tries to like shake his head as if like he wasn't under his own control or whatever. Yeah. He, what a fucking who gave that cunt a gun? <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh he's very trigger happy. Um Yeah. It was a little pig just running towards him. He's like, oh better fucking spray and pray. Yeah, but he's the cunt. he's he doesn't know. And I, I mean it's very clear to see that the pig was in distress and scared. He's a little pit. What's he going to do? Yeah, theoretically, if it attacked him, he could probably just boot it, couldn't he? Like, yeah, <laughs> you can just breathe on it and it'd shuffle or, away. Or just wait and see. You still have the assault rifle in hand. Yeah. Maybe wait for it to attack you. surrounded by armed men <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think he had the one up in that in that uh, circumstance. Uh, just a side point on that. I love, I love that Christopher Eccleston is one of the few actors alive that can sell a genuine rage for the death of a fake rubber pig. Yes. It's, uh, it's good stuff. He's he's really good, and that scene also gave birth to the the uh, the meme where it's you know the meme <laughs> like, where you have like yeah. a, <laughs> a little pig running down the hall, and and you have just that pig of Christopher Eccleston looking defeated as he like <laughs> follows on, and then you'll have like the the Leonardo DiCaprio from Inception or whatever. Oh, we're like doing a happy well, jog, yeah, doing the cheery walk or whatever. <laughs> It's a good meme, I enjoy it. They, they are good. Just the, the, the look of distress on that pig's face. Great. <laughs> a, another great practical design. Good good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good good fun. Good good little pig. Um but yes, so a cliffhanger is upon us. Oh, the we'll, first two parter. Uh, yeah, we'll have to come back next week and uh we'll find out if the doctor survived. Spoiler alert, he did. That's what the next time. <laughs> yeah. But you know <laughs> But we'll see. We'll I didn't see. see the trailer, but I've seen the How... rest of it. How will he get his way out of this one? Probably just take it off, I reckon. I, I, I actually can't remember, so I'm going to place my bets now and we'll see if we're right. Um, I think he either just takes it off in a bit of a struggle, a bit of like a, uh, it's off, yeah. or yeah. he sonics it and the sonic turns it off. 
Yeah, probably one of those. <laughs> it's <laughs> almost definitely <laughs> one of those. Yeah. He's not going to fucking throw himself at a wall to try and break it, is it? Like The no. doctor's got one trick, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, probably one of those. Ah, oh, I actually just remembered how it was resolved. But we'll wait <laughs> until next week to see uh, what happens. So join us then. Come back um, and join us next week. Every Monday at 10 a.m. is when these episodes go up. Um, in the meantime, though, before before that, please do rate, review, five stars or more, if you please. I do, please. Yeah, share, uh, it's a new show, so we're trying to build some traction yes. on it. Share it with your mates uh, if they yes. love Doctor Who. If you're just getting into Doctor Who, I don't know, tell someone else about it. Um, yes. What is the title of next week's episode? World War Three. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, we'll see everyone in World War Three. <laughs> Spoiler alert, the world doesn't end. <laughs> No, it doesn't. But, you know, one can dream. It's very, very low stakes for a world war. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.